All right, brothers and sisters, it is finally the season four finale. We're going to sum up everything that we've been over in season four and give you a brief look at what's going to be happening in season five. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be a short episode, guys. Uh, not really much substance to it today, uh, just like most of our episodes. We usually do things pretty simply here. First things first, I want to clear up something. I do not hate organized religion. I do not hate uh, evangelicals. I do despise the, the movement to take away basic truths of the Bible. I do despise people who ignore the fundamental truths of what Jesus is saying or what the apostles are saying. I do despise that, and I will get angry over it, and it's not always justified. In fact, it's almost never justified. Paul teaches us, and I guess Jesus teaches us to be patient, to be loving, to be kind. And this is something I must work on in my heart. So with that said, let us discuss really quickly what has been happening throughout this whole season. So I'm just looking here through the episodes that we have made. We started off with the premiere, obviously, Mormon Perspectives, Judgment, Fake Perfection, uh, uh, different concepts. We, we talked about the different fundamentals of Christianity. There was this comment on uh, me and Sean promoting alcoholism, apparently uh, totally misconstrued what he said in there. Are all religions true? Some questions. Uh, are Catholics Christians best approaches to Christianity and all sorts of good stuff? It was a very good season, and then our longest series ever was it. Uh, Jesus already came back. So to sum up this season, I would say that it was a total assault on many Orthodox views of Christianity. Easily proven, each and every. A single one of them, especially the eschatology part, off of the clear tenets of the Bible and of literal history. So I guess you could say a lesson from all of this is to accept the objective facts of the Bible. But not only that, never accept fully what men teach you, test all things. And all things are questionable. All things must be challenged, no matter who says them. Challenge them. And if they are true, they will be proven true. And if they are false, they will be proven false. But you cannot know whether something is true or false unless you have the guts to challenge them. That is the whole point of this. I think for me, the thing that has destroyed more Christians than any other force here in the United States has been Christianity, in particular evangelicalism, because it runs off of the potent arrogance and ignorance, I should say, of the human species. Think about it. Every single sermon you see in the typical evangelical church especially for youth groups, it's about, oh, Christ loves you. Oh, be patient. Be wise. Read your Bible. 
That's all it is. Nothing of, sub of substance. There's very few on the Trinity. And if it is on the Trinity, they give you a, tri a triangular uh, diagram and then point to some scripture without any context to it. They don't tell you um, uh, proper ways of thinking about eschatology. They say, oh, this is it. This is the view. Oh, ignore, uh, ignore all the things that happened in 70 AD. That was just God's judgment for that time. Ignore that Jesus uh, said he's coming back within a generation. In fact, I, I, I saw a pastor do this at one of the churches I, I go to during the week. He, when he read this generation, he just said, well, it couldn't have been this generation because these things didn't happen. Oh, isn't that a wonderful excuse? Very easy to just skip over what the Bible clearly says. And it's not even that I want them to teach full fulfilled eschatology. Just teach the critical thinking of it. Deal with the hard questions. And this is why atheists are produced. Because those who want to question things but have no room to do it conclude that the things that they are teaching must all be false instead of a few of them. They read Jesus' own words, I am coming quickly. And they say, well, he didn't come quickly, so therefore it must not be true. Instead of finding another way to look at it. This is a problem. We do not teach critical thinking. Another way that atheists get, get our young people is the fact that we refuse to teach them how to defend the faith. You talk about you want to invite people to your youth group, especially non-Christians. Well, what do you do at the youth group? Oh, you play games and then have a 30-minute sermon by the pastor that has no substance to it. It's some feel-good sermon. And then you expect them to come to the Lord Jesus who provides evidence and objective facts and shows clearly his intervention within objective history. You expect them to believe that, but have no knowledge of it. No knowledge of the facts. You just expect them to say, oh, read the Bible. Well, which part of the Bible? Oh, read the New Testament, because those are the good parts. Don't read the Old Testament. What's in the Old Testament? Oh, don't worry about it. No one knows, unless you've read the Bible yourself. And then they just skip over it. They don't even think critically about it. They don't deal with the tough moral issues that are in the Old Testament. They don't deal with that. Or they don't even know what the actual biblical story is all about. I mean, these are serious issues. When a person of a secular mindset knows the Bible better than the average Christian does. Forget going to church. Churches are pointless today. Because half of them don't even teach you anything. And the ones that do, they don't teach you anything scientific or historical. They don't teach you any way to think. They just tell you this is the way, this is how we interpret it, and don't question it. That is the issue. So on to what we are doing in Season 5. In Season 5, we will begin with the fundamentals of the Christian faith. Not necessarily what we did in Season 4, the doctrines of it. But the evidence for the fundamentals, that God exists, that Jesus existed, and that Jesus was a proclaimed Messiah that died and rose again. Those are the fundamentals. We would go through the basic arguments for them, 
and the basic evidence is presented for him. And likewise, we will deal with the atheist objections to them. And we will destroy those atheist objections very easily. I am very cocky and arrogant about it. Because no atheist provides a good explanation for him. Except mocking. That's all they do is mock. But they have no actual objections to the arguments presented. You just need to present them correctly. We will also deal with the faults of Christian apologists and their tactics, or at least constructive criticism of them. So season five is going to be the best season we've ever made. I know I've said that several times before, but it truly will be. And I want you guys to share it to your young uh, brothers and sisters in Christ and outside of the faith. Share it with them to give them a foundation to start thinking, to to start looking at the evidence, and to start truly defending the word and the gospel that was once presented to the uh, to the saints, if I'm remembering Jude 3 correctly, once and for all, I, I should say. This undeniable, infallible truth that Christ has came as God incarnate and has died and is resurrected on three days later for the sins of humanity. This is the gospel that we must defend. And we will pro- provide good, uh, hardcore, philosophical, scientific and historical evidence for all of these claims. We will see you here Sunday, beginning Season 5 of Common Sense Christianity.